Thank you for listening to Elohim Christian Church's podcast. We're a place where imperfect people worship and meet a perfect God. If this is your first time listening, we're located in Richmond Hill in Queens, New York City, and are led by pastors Carlos and Rebecca Medina. If you're looking for a place to worship and to know Jesus, we would love to meet you and see you in person. Find us online at www.elohimchurch.org so we can connect. And now, here's this week's message. Amen. Mark chapter 2, verse 1 through 12. Let's pray before we read and then we'll get right into the word. Father, we thank you, Lord, as we stand before your presence with thanksgiving. We have come. We have uh, uttered, Lord, worship and praise unto you. Lord, now we stand with an open heart, an expectant spirit, an open mind, Father God, before your word, so that your will will be done continuously in us and through us. In Jesus' name we ask and we pray. Amen and amen. Mark chapter 2, verse 1 through 12. The word of God says, when he returned to Capernaum, after some days, it was heard that he was at the house. So many were gathered that there was no longer room for them even outside the door. He kept proclaiming the word to them. Some people came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four men. When they couldn't get near Jesus, when they couldn't get near Jesus because of the crowd, they removed the roof where he was. After digging through, they lowered the mat on which the paralyzed man was lying. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said to the paralyzed man, to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. But some of the law scholars were sitting there, questioning in their hearts, Why does this fellow speak like this? He blasphemes. Who can pardon sins but God alone? Immediately Jesus, knowing in his spirit that they were raising questions this way within themselves, said to them, why are you questioning these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and take your mat and walk? But so, but so you may know that the Son of Man has authority to pardon sins on earth. He tells the paralyzed man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. At once the man got up, took his mat and walked before them all. They were all astonished and glorified God, saying, we've never seen anything like this. And may the Lord add blessing to his word in our hearts and in our minds. I want to speak to you this morning on the basis of 70 years of church history. We wouldn't have the time to get into every detail of 70 years of history. That's why the weekend was uh, uh, chosen and on Friday night, uh, we shared in a beautiful service and in a beautiful recognition. And we got very melancholy as we saw ourselves 20 and 30 years back. And uh, some of us had a mustache and some of us had more hair. 
and now some of us have more pounds and back then we just had less and one of our concerns on Friday when all the pastors were here we stretched from one end to the other we glorified God because there was many of us but somebody said I hope the photographer has a wide lens to be able to catch us all because the last time we did this we were about this slim and now you know we had some added glory So piggybacking on that glory and those 70 years of glory in Elohim Christian Church, I want to talk to you briefly this morning about four necessary things so that Jesus can remain and be always in this house. Amen. And I thank God that through the worship and the exhortations and everybody that has shared here, even since Friday, the Lord has been confirming what we need to be reminded. So 70 years back... 70 years back, when this church was planted and the beginnings of this church started, many of us had not been born, and we don't know what happened back then, but we do now know through the scriptures and through uh, contemplating what the Lord has done, and He has been good, we are all an answer to the prayer of 70 years ago. So you are not just an addition to the 70 years, you are a partaker because 70 years ago, although men and women and the founders of this church did not have you or me necessarily in their mind, but God had you and me in his mind and we are an answer to faithful prayer 70 years ago, hallelujah. So how should we continue this legacy and how should we, hallelujah, honor God for should Jesus tarry another 70 years? A wise man said, in growing a healthy church, try this plan. Plant three rows of squash. Squash gossip, squash criticism, squash indifference. Plant seven rows of peas. Prayer, promptness, perseverance, politeness, preparedness, purity, and patience. Plant seven heads of lettuce. Let us be unselfish and loyal. Let us be faithful to duty. Let us search the scriptures. Let us not be weary in doing well. Let us be obedient in all things. Let us be truthful. Let us love one another. No garden is complete without turnips. Turn up for church. Turn up for prayer meetings and Bible study. Turn up with a smile even when things are difficult. Turn up with determination to do your best in God's service. And may you grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And may you reap rich results. Pastor, I think I've preached. We can do an altar call now. <laughs> in 70 years, there's been 10,080 services held in this church. That's three services per week. 
That's not including all the extras, the outreach, and all everything else that was done in this 70 years. But that's 10,080 times that the faithfulness of the Lord has shined upon this work. 10,080 times that the word of God has been preached. 10,080 times that hearts have been transformed. 10,080 times that the paralyzed have been healed. Hallelujah. 10,080 times that the Lord has visited Oh, ECC, you have a legacy. 70 years of the countenance of God shining over you. Hallelujah. Now, there are different types of churches. We see in the book of Revelation that there were seven churches. And the Lord had something against six out of the seven. But to the one that he addressed... And to the one that was found faithful, he said, I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take your crown. Revelations chapter 3 verse 11. In modern day, churches are sought after like we are in a mall. And our hearts go out, pastorally speaking, as we look at the body of Christ as to how some churches in this thought... And the modern day believer is in a bit of a crisis. Barna study group in these present times had a questionnaire of what people look for in a church. And there were some defining things, theological beliefs, how much people care, quality of sermons, friendliness to visitors, help to the poor and disadvantaged, quality of children's programs, how much you like the pastor or not, and the denomination. But you know you're in a godly church as we are in ECC when you guys fulfill all these qualities and we honor the Lord for that but hold on because 70 years have passed and 70 years of glory hallelujah just might be around the corner and I'm not one to say when the Lord is going to come we're all waiting hallelujah for his return we're all waiting to be raptured we're all waiting to be taken away in glory hallelujah but should the Lord tarry even one more year Elohim hold on hallelujah to what you have so that no one will take your crown and we can continue this morning about the modern day churches there are some churches that are pro churches every time you walk into the building they're pro something pro building pro faith pro vans pro pastor pro this pro that however when you walk into ECC you know that we're pro Jesus hallelujah Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. So the paralyzed man was brought by four men. And today I just want to symbolically speak about habits, characteristics, disciplines, methods, values, and principles. Whatever, hallelujah, adjective you want to apply to this brief thought. But as I contemplated in this passage, I thought, and the Lord pressed on my heart, for this present day church because 70 years ago reflects up until this day the faithfulness of the Lord but you are the present 
day church. Hallelujah. You are the fulfillment of yesterday's prophecy. But you are the church that is to speak to the present day. Hallelujah. You are the church that is to minister to Richmond Hill Queens in this present day. Hallelujah. So in the midst of all this, I just want to share that there are four things that we can apply as a habit, as a characteristic, as a discipline, as a method, as a value, as a principle to make sure that Jesus is always in this house. Say with me four things. And the first thing that we need to ponder in or ponder on is to prepare a way for Jesus. The church is in this world to prepare a way for Jesus. We have been called under the spirit of John the Baptist. Hallelujah. Where in John chapter 1 verse 8 it says, He himself was not the light. He came as a witness to the light. Hallelujah. So that the church in this present day, ECC in this present day, everywhere that Jesus is enthroned, hallelujah, we must remember if we're going to have an effective number of years to come should the Lord tarry, hallelujah, we are not the light, the pastors are not the light, hallelujah, the ministers are not the light, hallelujah, the light is Jesus and we prepare a way for him. That in everything that we do, we are signaling him. That in everything that we do, we are pointing to him. And John the Baptist came to the conclusion as ECC, hallelujah, this day as we worship the Lord, comes to the conclusion, I have seen, we have seen, we are tested, uh, we are, hallelujah, uh, uh, witnesses. And we testify that Jesus is God's chosen one hallelujah so we preach signaling Jesus we teach pointing to Jesus we counsel pointing to Jesus hallelujah that everything reflects Jesus hallelujah and if there's one thing that excites me when I come onto the website and when I look at Facebook and when I look at the Instagram of ECC is that I could find all of you hallelujah preaching and reflecting Jesus teaching and reflecting Jesus counseling and reflecting Jesus going out to the community and healing them and they they are seeing Jesus and coming in here, hallelujah, to say, although you did not have religious verbiage, but I saw the testimony of Jesus in you and I want that. Hallelujah. So the first thing is to prepare a way for Jesus. And those that labor in this work, if this altar could speak, if this altar could regurgitate all the prayers that it has heard, I just want to let you know, as a child of this church, there wasn't always moments where we as leaders and laborers and co-laborers with our senior pastor then, there wasn't always moments that things felt good or that we were 
100%. This altar could tell you that there were times that we cried in frustration. There were times that we cried in desperation. There were times that we quit, hallelujah, without no one knowing. But every time we came to the altar of the Lord, we came, hallelujah, in a spirit of quitting. But we left in a renewed spirit, hallelujah, because all of you were in the mind of Jesus. there might be people here aspiring ministry and we honor and we praise God and that's an expectation but you know if we could say at any point if we ever had a good message and a good sermon it wasn't because we got it from anyone else we got it through service. We got it through serving. And let me tell you, it wasn't always easy serving. I remember, I don't know if you guys, you still have the vans. Do the vans still go out or is that something? Okay, we have two vans. I remember one time when our dedicated van driver went on vacation. He went to Puerto Rico for an extended vacation for a whole month. And Pastor Carlos, who was the co-pastor at that time, and I was the youth pastor, he came over to me and said, Ozzy, yeah, I need you to drive the van. You got to drive the van for the next 30 days. And I was like, isn't there anybody else? And I was single and, you know, and, 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 and let me tell you, I drove that van for 30 days and it wasn't easy people started calling me you need to pick me up at such and such time I'm getting out of work skipping dinner to go pick up the van to start the route to make sure that everybody hears on time. And there were people calling me. No, 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 you got in Spanish. Tú me tienes que jalarse y cuarto. No vengas antes. And I remember one evening grudgingly. Man, I was dragging my, my feet. Pastor Carlos. I got into that van and I picked everybody up and let me tell you and then as I'm driving the van back I dropped everybody off the Lord shows up in the van and turned my sorrow turned my queja uh, into joy you want God to use you you want to have a, an explosive ministry serve Jesus shows up when his people are serving he molds you when you're serving he teaches you when you are serving hallelujah So I want you to know this beautiful sanctuary and this awesome building and the leadership here, they've paid a price. This has not been all glory. They've had to deal with people that have not understood the vision. 
They've had to deal with people that have walked away. They have had to remain faithful, believing God when people had other agendas. So that's not to say that ministry is a negative thing. But the blinder, the blinder that will protect our heart, that will protect our mind, will be the posture of servitude. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. And if in 70 years we can celebrate something, it's 70 years where God has been honored through service. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The second thing is prepare room for Jesus. Prepare room for Jesus. You know, in this day and age, you can walk into a church. Thank God that's not none of the churches of the Spanish Eastern District. Thank God it's none of the churches we supervise. Thank God it's none of the churches, hallelujah, that your pastor has to oversee as, as the presbyter of Queens. But there are churches where you walk in and they have something and a little bit of everything. But you could almost look under the benches, look over the pulpit. And you just don't find where Jesus is positioned. He's a historical figure. He's a favor maker. When I need a favor, oh, yeah, 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 we'll call on, yeah, that's right. That's right, we'll call on Jesus. But preparing room for Jesus. And we have to go back to the fundamental teaching of the example of Jesus that when he came to this world there was no room where to even be born and I don't think that was so much just a prophecy or something of ay bendito el baby no tenía donde nacer but it's more to teach us that if we're going to be a church, there always needs to be space so that Jesus can birth in our midst whatever he wants to birth in our midst. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. We worship Hallelujah. And in our worship, it's just not song. It's just not singing. This awesome worship group, hallelujah, just doesn't rehearse. They don't just tune, hallelujah. They lead the way. So together in worship, we can prepare room for Jesus. So in our services, he can reign. So in our services, he can work miracles. So in our services, we can learn to embrace his will. In our services and as we worship, we receive illumination that his divinity in our lives is not a story but an experience I praise God because in this house past 70 years and even unto this day we've experienced Jesus blessed be the name of the Lord hallelujah oh blessed be the name of the Lord Thirdly, sacrifice for Jesus. Gave you a practical example of sacrifice with the van driving. 
And I hope and pray no one's sacrificing like that anymore. But our biggest sacrifice is the loss of our identity. Paul told us that to gain Christ, he was crucified. And that he no longer lives, but Christ living in us. When our identity is sacrificed, we watch out for the interests of the kingdom. We lose the individuality. It's no longer about me. It's not lo no longer about my personality. It's not, it's not any longer what I can do. You know, there's people that spiritually have a chip on their shoulder. Oh, now that I have the mic. Oh, now, now the glory is coming down. Oh, now that I'm the speaker. Oh, ahora sí que van a ver. And we've tolerated these things for so long that we've created monsters in the body of Christ. And this is why we have such a struggle in the body of Christ. And people from the world look at us and they say, well, when you guys get it together. So many personalities lost up and wrapped up in calling this, you know, calling ministry that, you know, Jesus keeps saying, if one of my these little ones, if you just give them a glass of water because they thirst, if you would just clothe the nude, if you would just walk the extra mile, then I will be lifted up and I will draw more men unto me. So our sacrifice our losing of ourselves, hallelujah. We might have a better idea according to our thinking, but we're a team. We're passing a baton. It's not being the big part of something small. It's about being the small part of something big, hallelujah. So as we honor the Lord for 70 years and we look forward to the next 70, there's nothing new under the sun. But when you sacrifice for Jesus, you know, I've yet to find an argument against a believer that has sacrificed his or her identity. No one can argue when you are like Jesus. It's amazing how all arguments cease. It's amazing how all problems stop. It's amazing how they could have said a million and one things about you, about your person, about what you did, about what you didn't do, about what you, what your failure is and was. But when you take on, hallelujah, the sacrifice and you honor Jesus in what you are doing and in who you are, all arguments cease. Sacrifice for Jesus. Fourthly, trust Jesus. And that was confirmed here with one of the songs. And I honor the Lord for Pastor uh, Naomi. Trust Jesus. You still need to trust Jesus. This house was built on trust. Hallelujah was confirmed and testified here. She mentioned it. When they look at and ask the question that every minister in every ministry asks themselves. Lord how are we going to do this? Because the reality is if you wait to have money you'll never do anything. And the church is not a bank. 
We haven't been called to accumulate money. We've been called to do the work of ministry. Hallelujah. To fund the prodigal sons in their restoration. Hallelujah. To seek that which has been lost. We are partners with Jesus. And you know what the reality is? He'll always do amazing things with few people. With little resources. He's the one that took and fed a multitude with two fish and three loaves. But you know what the secret is, if there is a secret? He never stopped giving. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So we need to trust him. Trust him for the things that are to come. Trust him, hallelujah, for the powerful things. Trust him for the impossible. And trust him, hallelujah, for the days that will come after us in which we may not be participants to usher the next wave of glory to this house. Lord, we trust you. That you have the people selected. We trust you that they will be manifested. We trust you that they will, hallelujah, grow in this church. We trust you that your spirit will continue to multiply in this house. Children of this house. Those are the ones that will stand throughout the years and defend the work of the Lord. You need some fighters in every church. Hallelujah. We're not perfect. Hallelujah. But you don't talk about my church. We're not perfect. We make mistakes, but you don't talk about my pastor. Mm. We're not perfect. Hallelujah. And we still have a long way to go. Hallelujah. But you're not going to come up and talk something that you don't know. Let me tell you some history. Become a historian with your pastor. And defend the interests of his kingdom. Sweat and blood has been placed in this work, both divinely and humanly. And it's okay to honor your church. Can I tell you a secret? I'm being televised, right? Lord have mercy. Okay. <laughs> anyway, my, the church I pastor knows this, and I always, I've always taught them, and my family and my girls, they know the history of Elohim. And we always say, if the Lord ever calls us out for a season of rest, we are going to go home because every child goes home. And we're not going to come here to pastor. We're going to come to sit and to be blessed by you guys and to be pastored by our friend. Hallelujah. And I always tell them, when I retire, you're going to be my pastor. But you know, when I was presbyter, I went through this a lot and I still do. Every time I heard about a glory of ECC and what the Lord was doing, and I had to hold my composure and I had to, but in my heart, I'd be like, yes. <laughs> and I want to say something. Other churches look to this church for leadership. Other churches look to this church for inspiration. Other churches look, hallelujah, and grow in faith as they see what the Lord has done in your midst. Hallelujah. 
So that's not just something, hallelujah, of me seeking out, oh yeah, I was born and raised there. No, that's also part of it. But when I go like this, I mean the prosperity of this church because I'm a child of this church means that when the what the Lord has done, when that faith reaches where I'm even pastoring, hallelujah, I'm also going to be able to join and go like this, hallelujah, because it's not about what church or what name, it's about the progress of the kingdom of God, hallelujah. So I'm honored to be with you this morning. I don't think I'm the best qualified to be speaking here this morning. I don't think, hallelujah, that it should have been me. But the doings of the Lord and, the, and how the Lord led the pastor, I want to let you know that I am honored. Honored to be here as a son of this church to bless the place. To bless the place and ministry that built me. And wherever the Lord takes me, I will always remember my roots. I need four strong men here. Quickly, Eladio. Victor. Wow. Wow, that wasn't a setup, but anyway. Come, 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 come. Come. Come up. The principle in this teaching is there were four. Four things. We've established the four things. Preparing a way for Jesus. Preparing room for Jesus. Sacrificing for Jesus. And trusting Jesus. There's still the paralyzed. That is still paralyzed. They will come into the church still in their state. And the determination of what will happen to that paralyzed will be based on the focus that this church maintains in the next 70 years. So the paralyzed was brought to Jesus. They could have brought him money. He needed money. They could have brought him fish loaves. He needed it. They could have brought him all types of things. The religious were there. Those that knew a lot were there yet had not done nothing for this paralyzed. After this scenario, we don't even know what happened to the paralyzed. But I'm going to tell you something. Both in that house and in ECC, there was four. And that's all that God needs. Four. If it's the last four standing, hallelujah. But that's okay because that's all that God needs. Sorry, very improvised. Come on. Can I get a little crazy in the house? This is how you know that I'm a child of this house. Watch the pictures, Pastor. Watch the pictures. This can get out and be detrimental. The pat, okay. The paralyzed are gonna come. The Lord is gonna do His work. Come on, guys, go, go. But you know something? 
There'll be times that the paralyzed will be paralyzed again. Listen to me closely. It's not so much whether he was paralyzed physically, but he was paralyzed spiritually. And some of you came in paralyzed physically and now you're walking. But there's going to be times where you're going to be paralyzed spiritually. There's going to be people that are going to believe for you. There's going to be four, hallelujah, that are going to pray you back into the kingdom. There's going to be four that are going to carry you, hallelujah. That doesn't mean that you have been destroyed. That means that you are in victory. There are four things in this house that will guarantee your victory for the honor and the glory of the Lord. Can you stand to your feet and give Him praise and honor this morning, hallelujah. Thank God for four things. We're a product of four things. Hallelujah. May the countenance of God shine upon you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord make his peace reign in your heart ECC go up in glory continue the glory trust God days are coming where you're going to have to trust them more than ever if he would have told the prophet what he was going to do the prophet wouldn't believe them anyway if he were to tell you what he's going to do you and I would have a hard time believing but we can trust the Lord So we stand with you in the awe of what God is doing. And on the sidelines, there's so many people that are gleaning from this blessing. We're cheering you on. Go forth. Go forth, Elohim. Go forth in Jesus' name. Be blessed. Thank you so much. Christ is my firm foundation. The rock Thank you for taking the time to listen to this message. We pray that it blesses and encourages your life.